This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Well, glad it was an easy fix. Oh, God, it's really loud. Hold on. Check, check, check. Microphone check. One, two. I probably should have done that. <laughs> I'm such a professional over here. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. <laughs> I promise it. Maybe it does have something to do with the fact that um, I went to the weed store earlier. I got some dabs. I did some dabs. I'm really fucking high. Clinically, me case. <laughs> uh, we got a fix. I'm glad it was an easy fix. What that news be doing indeed. Welcome. Welcome. So glad to see you guys. Maybe I'm not high enough for this shit. Maybe that's what it is. Let me, let me see if we can fix that. I went to this awesome burger joint. It was a ma I got a I got a chili cheeseburger, caramelized onions, cheddar. It was so good. They had Parmesan fries, and they were amazing. They they brought the uh, the burgers to the people behind us, and I was like, oh my god, that smells so awesome. Or wait a minute, am I just stoned and hungry? They're like both, both. Good evening, welcome, welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. You come here for that news, not me rambling. But for some reason, I still ramble. The beginning of all the streams. Welcome. What that news be doing? Um. Oh, oh, you, you, you must forgive me here in. 10, 20, 30 minutes, somewhere along that time frame, I'm going to have to go and open the door and uh, get my groceries and put my groceries up. Because once again, this might go back to me being really fucking stoned on the dabs. I'd placed my order for my groceries in what I thought was enough time to get groceries delivered before we did this here show. But I didn't actually place the order like I was there on like that last screen, but never pressed that fucking final button to place the order. So it's like sitting there for an hour or so before I actually go back and like, oh shit, I never actually placed my order. So uh, I thought about it. I was like, ah shit, they're not going to get here before the show. <laughs> Dumbass indeed. <laughs> but um... I was like, I don't want to go another night without chocolate milk. I don't, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any milk. I don't have any, any fucking sweet. I have a real sweet tooth. I don't know if you guys know this or not. I have a real sweet tooth. I eat something sweet virtually every night. Like there has to be some sugary content. Uh, tonight it will be graham crackers and Nutella. That is one of my favorite things. One of my favorite stoner snacks is graham crackers and Nutella. 
I am. <laughs> oh, clinically. Oh, clinically. Have you never heard me tell this story? So I am the number one consumer of chocolate milk. And they're like, hands in, like there, there can't possibly be anybody who drinks more chocolate milk than me. And that's why, like, I started getting fat. So I had to switch from whole milk to 2%. And then I even back out. And I'm okay. <laughs> but when I was in college, um, there was this, there was a listener. I mean, I was kind of already flirting with her and she decided to listen to my radio show. And I made some kind of comment about me being the number one consumer of chocolate milk in the world. She challenges me to a chocolate milk drinking contest. I wrote a movie about this and like it kind of came from the fact that like I told her like oh it'd be funny if I wrote a movie about how we met and then like you know after the chocolate milk drinking contest like she died with some kind of calcium deposit in her intestine or something and I did I wrote that exact movie I I think it's hilarious my after they showed it in my in my uh in my class in college the professor was like well that was original <laughs> like i'm like cracking up and like the end of it is um spoiler alerts for for my movie like, uh, he loses the chocolate milk drinking contest and they fall in love and like, you know, like they're getting ready to kiss and she's like, oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> so then he's like at the, he's at the hospital with her and then like the doctor comes out and has to tell her or tell him that, that she passes away. And there's this whole scene. He's making chocolate milk and crying. He's pouring and like Mike Fink, the dude that played the the dude that played, I guess would be me in the in the movie. Did a fantastic job, like pouring the chocolate syrup and crying about it and everything. And like some kind of sad songs playing in the background. And then like he goes into the radio station. Everybody's like giving him condolences because of his you know girlfriend passing away. And he goes in and he gets on the microphone. He's like, I, as you guys may know, I've, I've recently, you know, had a life changing event happen to me. Once again, I am the number one consumer of chocolate milk in the world. And then it cuts to, uh, like <laughs> some kind of like, it's like a fucking jazzy song about chocolate milk. <laughs> Cause I'm a warped individual. Oh, here's your, here's your meme of the day. Here's your meme of the day. Elon has been playing 4D chess all along. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, for him, he fucking sucks at it. <laughs> I seriously have no clue what's going on up there. There is. I should have took the top floor. And the movie opens with like uh, I think it's Rufus Rain, Wayne, Rufus Wainwright. He's got a song. It's like cigarettes and chocolate milk. Ah, I cracked myself up.
Just the fact that it was basically... And, and, I will tell you. My movie, Chocolate Milk Girl, is probably more of a fucking true story than Sound of Freedom. Sox is over there in the box. You probably can't see. He's like right there. He's in the box. Smokey getting ready to come over here. Hey, Smokey. You want to get up and see? Nah, he's just ignoring me. DJ Dub D. I know, I know. It's a good thing I'm amusing. But to myself, at least. Uh, cause like that's the, that's the person I spend the most time with, right? <laughs> Come on, man. You know what else is amusing to me? Like politicians saying stupid shit. We got a hell of a lot of that to go, go over tonight. Ooh, there is a, there is a, uh, sex scandal at the BBC going on. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Apparently that one of the, one of the, uh, presenters... TV host at the BBC uh, asked an underage child for some uh, lurid pictures. And, and we don't know who the person is. We, we've got a video of one of the other hosts like I guess scolding their their coworker for what they've been getting into. This is this is interesting. We're we're gonna dig into that one. There was a surgeon, a plastic surgeon who live streamed their procedures on TikTok. They have had their license revoked. I believe they were also I believe they uh, faced jail time as well. Did you guys watch uh, Full House? You guys watch Full House? Oh, oh, before we get, before we get down, like, that's the fun stuff, right? I got, I guess I got to cover, like, the actual, like, newsy news shit. We're going to talk about Biden at NATO. He called, he called Zelensky the wrong name, but it's not as big a fuck up as, like, the right is, is making it out to be this huge deal, but I mean. Gonna get some clips from the hearings in Congress earlier today with FBI Director uh, Chris Ray. Plus, we're gonna hear Fox News bitch about the congressional hearings with FBI Director Chris Ray. Maria Bartiromo has a new conspiracy theory that she just new conspiracy theory just dropped. Hear it tonight, here on the Troll Patrol. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The very, very first defendant in the Capitol riots. The very first defendant in the January 6th riot has been acquitted. The very, very, we're going to hear from him. He was a Broadway actor acquitted today of all counts. I, I don't know. Are we going to do this story? You guys tell me if we're going to do this story or not. Uh, Representative Buck of the Freedom Cock is spilling the tea about why Marjorie Taylor Greene got kicked out to Chuck Todd. Chuck talked to Buck. Or Buck talked to Chuck. 
Yeah, we're gonna do that one. That's we gotta we gotta do that. Is your air fryer spying on you? Everybody's always like, Justin, you gotta get an air fryer. Justin, you gotta get an air fryer. And I'm like, I don't need an air fryer. I'm I'm here. I cook. I cook in a real fryer. So I don't like it. Like that's like a. If you're a parent, an air fryer is convenient, saves time and shit. Like, I don't need that. I want, I cook for taste. Therefore, I'm going to use the, uh, it all, like, air fryer might be good for somebody who's on a diet and doesn't want all the fat. I, I do not, you know, I, I lead a rough life, do the drugs, eat the fat, drink the chocolate milk. Life's too fucking short. That's why I got titties now. Where was I at? What were we talking about? Oh, is your air fryer spying on you? Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, has concerns that your air fryer might be spying. A white supremacist interviewed a sex trafficker, and apparently that's kind of a big deal. We're going to watch a couple of clips. Mock the dumb fucks like we always do. DJ from Full House. DJ from Full House apparently tried to have a LGBT character removed. I believe the character was gay and the actress was trans. I don't I don't know all the I don't know all the details. I tried to get them removed from the show apparently. I am mighty Cam- Candace Cameron Burr. There is a video that went viral of a wedding a live wedding painting. This woman goes to weddings and apparently uh, she charges uh, a good deal to paint your wedding, give you a wedding portrait live on the spot. <laughs> um, um, she, she went viral because might not have been that good. All that and more tonight on the Troll Patrol live. Welcome. Good evening. It's a freaking Wednesday. I like it's not even updating to tell me when my fucking that's that's not my groceries. Making fried chicken. I got the shit to make fried chicken. Biscuits, gravy. Order will arrive shortly. Oh, Instacart like doesn't uh, work. Arriving right now. We're arriving like right fucking now. Maybe I should be quiet. I don't want to freak her out that I'm in here talking. You die. 
from what I can tell, like my music be blaring, I'll open the door and I close the door. You can't fucking hear like I'm gonna take out the trash or something. So I don't know. What the fuck am I doing? Why, 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 why did I stop? Smokey. You want to come up here and say hey to everybody? Smokey. Smokey. Smokey looking out the window. Smokey, uh, what's that? Smokey knows that there is cat food in the, in the delivery of the groceries outside. Smokey is aware of what is going on. You know, I especially don't want to open the door because it like reeks in here. So I want to make sure. Oh, you guys couldn't hear me because I was trying to whisper. <laughs> ah, ah, I got the noise gate. Because I'm so fucking loud. You have to hit a certain uh, level in order for the mic to even pick up. Just leave it. Why are you up there? Nobody told you to get up on the counter. This is like a today thing. He he knows he's not supposed to be up there. So I'm not exactly sure why his ass is starting to get up on the countertop. Hey, dude. I know everybody is excited to see you. But very much appreciated if you get down. Is that possible? Can you do that? I it was prime day. It's still prime day. I might still get on there and see if I can find a cat tree. These babies don't have enough places to sit. See, people are leaving me because I'm being boring because it's, it's weird. I'm, only like, I'm weirded out by the person outside of my door. I don't want it like if I open the door it like is a cloud of marijuana smoke just like barreling out definitely smell it alright I have to put smoky up hold on do you want I will I will put Alex Jones from last night on how about that 
that's a that's always a uh, a fun watch i do believe By the time you get done with Alex Jones. Damn, people post about Alex Jones a lot. Those just on the latest and like there are like thousands of tweets about him in the last 40 minutes. The last 40 minutes is just kind of Alex Jones. Here we go. This is the one. I'm, I'm way too high or not high enough for this shit. Tequilas, the Alex shows that and had a half bottle of wine might just beat the hell out of you if you cross him wrong. The Alex Jones that's alive, that's got so much juice, just like you've got that juice, has to suppress himself. I'm a guy that takes depressants, not pills, alcohol, because I can't handle the truth. And I know that's the issue. I can't handle how alive I am right now in the fight against these tyrants. And how hard I'm gonna push to go after them because I'm so full of life and so full of resistance to these murdering pedophiles who wanna get in the way of God's plan. And let me tell you, I've been taken up to the third heaven. I've been jacked into the big plan. I've seen it. I've seen it, I can't even compute all of it. It's so fantastical. You've not seen nothing. You ain't heard nothing. You ain't smelled nothing like this. I don't have words to tell you. But I tell you, anybody tries to get in the way of the incredible plan the big guy's got for us has got me pissed, and I'm just begging to stay on the team, man. Just put me in the game, coach. Whatever you say, coach. I know I'm weak. I know I'm pathetic. Man, you're amazing. I'm so lucky you made me. What do I do, boss? What do I do? <laughs> I'm like a hunting dog, man. Just take me out of the house. Just turn me on them. Just tell me what I got to do. Tell me why. Tell me how I serve you. Tell me what I can do for you right now. Woo! God, can I actually just ask God right now to stop this right now? I, I mean, I'm in ecstasy right now. I, I am in literal Holy Ghost ecstasy, drunk in the spirit right now. And I'm like, I can't even do the show. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm going to pass out here in a minute. This is so intense. <sighs> maybe, maybe they're going to kill me in a couple days or something. I, I don't know. This is like, maybe God's just getting so close to me. Something bad's about to happen. I don't even care anymore. But I, I'm like, maybe there's about to be a nuclear war, folks. I, I, I feel so close to God right now. I'm actually worried. You, you, I think you can all feel it too. Like, this is really bad, folks. But God's real and it's okay. My apologies on that. She um she decided 
Not to leave my groceries at my door. No, 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 no. They were at the edge of the sidewalk. I had to walk all the way out and get the groceries. And it was a bag of cat food and shit, so it was multiple trips. Got the shit to make. I didn't see my coleslaw. Did she not get me fucking coleslaw? Oh my god. This happened to me before. I can't I can't not have my vegetables. <laughs> I don't want my I don't want my tummy to get all fucking uh uh backed up. That ain't fun. Gotta eat well balanced meal. Getting old. Can't eat all this cheese and shit and carbs and not balance it out with some vegetables. You get bad consequences. Oh, oh shit. Where's my drops at? Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your ass. Gotta have the roughage. That's right. Regular. Enough pooped. Of course you would say that. God damn it. A resident poop expert. Find out what that news be doing. Uh, it was NATO. NATO. That's what be going on right now. Biden and G7 leaders vowed unwavering support for Ukraine on the last day of the NATO summit in Lithuania. This comes as mounting frustrations from Ukrainian President Zelensky about whether NATO should admit his country into this alliance. Biden emphasizing to Zelensky the new commitment from G7 countries to support Ukraine joining NATO in the future. I hope you uh, all got a sense today from all of my colleagues that uh, how uh, how much you have, how much support you have. It's real. Zelensky also took a moment to defend President Joe Biden's decision we to sounded so sincere. cluster bombs to Ukrainian troops. Biden also focused on climate change and global infrastructure in his remarks. Tomorrow, he'll welcome NATO's newest member, Finland, in the final stop of his European trip. Now, the ride is making a big deal over the fact that Biden said Vladimir... Vladimir instead of Vladimir. Agreed to lift the requirements for membership action plan for Ukraine and to create a path to NATO membership while Ukraine continues to make progress on necessary reforms. But we're not waiting for that process to be finished to make the long-term commitments that we're making to Ukraine's security. Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Did you see her face? I mean, like, Vladimir and Vladimir are very similar, but <laughs> she recognizes the mistake immediately. The long-term commitments that we're making to Ukraine's security. Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky and I uh, talked about the kind of guarantees we could make in the meantime. 
don't think it's that big of a gaffe. The right wing is definitely making a big deal about it, but they they cry about fucking everything. You're gonna hear Matt Gates cry right after we listen to Eric Swalwell question Christopher Ray during a hearing during the uh, Judiciary Committee. This was a Judiciary Committee hearing on Capitol Hill earlier today. Chairman, I've counted in this hearing, and we're only about an hour and a half in, the use of the word laptop about 20 times. In fact, in the chairman's opening statement, he said that he's upset that he believes the FBI prevented more Americans from learning about a private citizen's laptop. That is bananas to me. You all are bringing up FISA every single question. You're essentially saying to the American people that you're guardians of personal security and privacy but the 2020 election was determined because the FBI know because the FBI didn't let more Americans see a private citizen's non-consensual nudes. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah. That you lost the election not because of your ideas, but because a private citizen's laptop. You want an answer? Was it out there? We yield. That's, that's bananas. Like, you should be a party of ideas, not a party of non-consensual nudes to help you win an election. Will you yield for an answer? it seems like that is what the objection is here today. Didn't we should be talking about the mass shootings that occurred over the last 10 days. Uh, Instead, the, this yeah. hearing has turned into absolute chaos. Uh, and I yield back. I'm the gentleman's... Eric Swalwell is exactly right. And it was, indeed, utter chaos. <laughs> Let's continue with Matt Gates. I actually caught part of this live. <laughs> oh, God. Because this is, this is all the Republicans talked about. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does you won't not, the has no oh, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because on, to, to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. I'm sitting here with my father. That was Gates referencing a text message apparently sent by Hunter. Revealing a shakedown. Here's another clip of Representative Matt Gates. Trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100%. We're deeply proud of them, and they deserve better than you. 
People trusted the FBI more <laughs> when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. Hoover. Wow. Charge for Matt Gates. The Brain Trust over at Fox News is the five. <laughs> Had thoughts on the hearing you just saw clips from. Hear from him. FBI Director Christopher Ray getting squeezed like a lemon by Republican lawmakers up on Capitol Hill. Ray sitting there for hours and struggling to defend a long list of bureau misdeeds, <laughs> including political bias, weaponization of government power, and whether the Bidens are getting off easy. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has no oh, interest in you won't answer the question. I wish everybody uh, an easy getting off. Why you won't answer it? Are you or your staff or auxiliaries? You live in sexual anarchy against the American people. Absolutely not. Uh, the idea that I'm biased against conservatives uh, seems somewhat insane to me. A ballroom, a bathroom, a bedroom. Are those appropriate places to store classified? confidential information there are specific rules about where to store classified information and that those need to be stored in a skiff How about a box in a in a, in a mr garage? chairman mr beach chairman. house in delaware and the biden center i don't think those are skiffs mr chairman mm, and listen to this eyebrow raising moment over whether the delaware attorney who gave hunter that sweetheart deal is investigating president biden did joe biden take pay, uh, payments from Burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president, president, or private citizen Biden? Uh, as you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by the U.S. attorney in Delaware, and I would refer you to, to him as to what, if anything, can be shared. So the president is under, um, he is under um, investigation. I'm not going to confirm or speak to who is or isn't under investigation. As usual, instead of just doing journalism, MSNBC would rather mock the GOP for investigating the Biden family. The GOP deserves to be mocked. Humiliate themselves. Uh, and again, I keep wondering, at some point, there are, I, I know for a fact, there are Republicans right now in the House who are going, somebody step in and stop this because we were all looking like a bunch of morons. Wow, Jennifer Rubin really got some work done. <laughs> and it looks 20 years younger. All right, <laughs> Judge, from your perspective, how did he do? Did we get anywhere on this one? We didn't get anywhere, <laughs> but I'll tell you what his, what his M.O. was. His M.O. was to say he doesn't know that much about what's going on. And therefore, when they ask him specifically, he can say, well, I don't have all the information on yeah. that. I can get back to you on that. However, it was so infuriating, irrespective of what those people were saying in terms of uh, how ridiculous uh, the people on the right looked, the truth is that I think he has given everybody a little more evidence for an impeachment. Okay, whether or not they go through with it or not, I don't know. But let me tell you what happened here. He was asked about the FISA court being abused. And he, and he was asked, how many times has the FISA court illegally spied on Americans? Now, the first thing out of his mouth should have been, well, Jim Comey did on Carter Page during that election. But he said, quote, I have no idea. His own inspector general criticized the FBI, and they said there were hundreds. Even Nadler, Jerry Nadler, said that there were hundreds, okay? 
Then he was asked about the Mark Howe case, that uh, uh, right to lifer. And he said, you, they said, are you familiar? He said, well, a little bit. And then they talked about how local authorities wouldn't bring a case. The feds did. And the jury came back in less than an hour of not guilty. And then when they start criticizing that going in, the feds going in, uh, with guns and helicopters to this family, um, he says no. He said the people involved had 40 years of experience. They were career agents, and they came to the door. They did not storm the door. And all of a sudden, in order to defend the FBI, he knows all the specifics which he said in the beginning he knew very little of. And January 6th, what do you know about the covert agents? I really need to be careful here talking about what, whether we have or have not used confidential human sources. I just can't speak to that. It wouldn't answer that either, as opposed to saying, but no. It's okay. still an open that, investigation. That turned up the burner. And finally, uh, with respect to that recent court case. They, they use these these words like, uh, like a confidential informant isn't like the FBI is paying somebody to go in and be an agitator. A confidential informant could be somebody who is guilty of a crime and has flipped and is working, cooperating with the FBI. And, like, they do not make that distinction in right-wing media. The court has stopped the FBI specifically as an agency uh, contacting the social media companies. Uh, they said, does the FBI get involved in a massive effort to suppress inf information and communications? He said, absolutely not. It's ludicrous. We're not in the business of suppressing. And they then said, but the judge himself found that the FBI suppressed millions of citizens' communications around the election time. So this guy is nothing more than a paper tiger and someone who is I think in the left camp with nothing to nothing in to the left camp. Well. He did the same thing too with the uh, about appointed uh, by Donald Trump. Uh, or find other financial institutions supplying in the left camp. People who were there on January 6th, not just just in DC. This is absurd. He had no idea. And then when they actually bring it up, it goes, oh, that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we had some backup. But so he always says, I don't know. And then when you say, well, here's the evidence, it goes, oh, that stuff. Yeah, that happened. Yep. That ha I just didn't know it. Dana, does this depress you? Like you're an idealist. Like I turn it. I get very I depressed. You guys definitely depress like me. FBI. Of course, no, I, I like badges. I was and watching, guns. you know, today, especially um, Nadler starts the Nadler's the Democrat on the ranking side, mm -hmm. over um, opposite of Jordan, and he says, you know, years ago this hearing would have been more bipartisan, and that's true. And there are bipartisan committees now, like for example, true, Dub. China. One on AI, several of the ones even on energy, believe it or not, on healthcare. There's a lot of cooperation, but this committee, there's a lot of animosity. I don't like watching that necessarily. I also don't think this is a great model that five minutes of questioning, you know that it's a situation where he's under oath, he's going to say he doesn't know. There's so many things that are still under investigation. And I'm wondering at some point. Dana Bruno's right on that. To a position where the FBI director says, okay, we're sorry. Here's three things that we did we shouldn't have done. Here's three things we're going to do to make it better. And let's all try to agree on that and move on. Maybe there's consequences for people that are good. Because... I don't understand what they did, at least, at least in terms of problems. the Bidens. They're not only dealing with domestic issues. They're supposed to deal with foreign threats as well. And we want people, good people to go into the FBI and to feel like... A lot of the grievance seems to be like, you won't prosecute our political opponent. So therefore, we're upset with you.
It doesn't make any fucking sense. Speaking of not making sense, let's go to another Fox News host. Maria Bartiromo has a new conspiracy theory. Remember we covered, ah, was it last night? Uh, we did the whistleblower. It might have been not before last. The whistleblower uh, who is apparently like a, a fucking spy for China and shit was indicted by the uh, DOJ. Charged with multiple counts. The Maria Bartiromo had House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on. And she has a brand spanking new conspiracy theory. And I think this is going to be a doozy. Speaker, I know that you you do not take impeachment lightly. You've said many no. times we have to get the evidence. We have to do the work. We're not going to just come in like a bullet in a china shop and start trying to impeach everybody. But you made the decision to mention impeachment the other day, the potential of impeachment for uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. This has to be serious for you to raise this because I know you've said it umpteen times. So she said impeach Merrick Garland. Judge Janine was saying impeach the FBI director Christopher Ray. They are currently in the process, apparently, of drawing up papers to impeach DHS Secretary uh, Alexander uh, Mayorkas. Is that Alejandro? I don't. I'm sorry. I fuck names up. I'm horrible with names. Marjorie Taylor Greene has dropped impeachment charges or dropped, uh, tried to, uh, uh, tried to bring forward a bill to bring charges of impeachment. Come on, man. Yeah, but it's not for the reasons we, we believe it clinically. It's the is from the wrong way, <laughs> but they're just like they're just like impeach everybody. Like this is wild. Times you're not going to come in willy nilly and just try to throw impeachment around. What are you most concerned? That's about? exactly what you're doing. Well, there's a reason why I won't do that because I w I watched what it did to our country. I watched what Adam shift when he politicized something when he we wouldn't go through due process. I raised the question about impeachment inquiry, and the reason I raised that question is based upon what the IRS whistleblower has told us. He said that David Weiss, in a meeting of six people, said he got denied to to have a special counsel. He was denied to prosecute. Why did Hunter Biden? And why did they wait six years so the statute of limitations on one of the most serious elements of Hunter Biden where he doesn't have to pay on hundreds of thousands of this dollars is tiring. to go to the side why they move uh, <coughs> indictments faster on other people well based upon that meeting and based upon what Garland has told us someone is lying and in doing so I raised the question is we have to know who in this process is lying and if it is found that that Attorney General Garland is lying, that rises to the level of an impeachment inquiry, and that would be a different investigation, and that would be based upon the facts of what we know. Well, I mean... 
I think it continues. It continues. But, Speaker, you keep getting stonewalled even so. Let's face it. Gal Luft was just indicted. Okay, this was one of your key whistleblowers. I want to get your take on what you're going to do about it, because how many more whistleblowers are going to come forward after knowing that this guy who tried to tell the FBI and the DOJ what he knew about the transactions, business deals, and the Biden family, now he had to go on the run and now is getting indicted? Well, Maria, if you look at what has transpired since we've taken the majority, we've now found that those 51 members that have been former CIA and others, we came forward and found that they lied. We now know where COVID originated from. Each day we make progress. It might not be as fast as everybody wants, but the one thing we will do is, as you know from me, I will never give up on the American public. And we have new whistleblowers coming forward and we're able to protect them. But what we're doing as we walk through is, showing the truth, not playing politics with it, but showing the truth. And today we'll have Director Ray before us, and yeah. he's going to have a lot of questions I have to answer. At the same time, we're moving our appropriation bills, that now we're able to save $2.1 trillion, something no Congress has been able to do before. We've got Seriously, clinically. reform welfare. Exactly. Abilities to do things different, but before, and we're all doing that with only having a five-seat majority in the House. Yeah. And that's why when we work together and and when we focus, it's not just Republicans. We ask the Democrats out there as well that they care about America. To let's make sure we have accountability, but let's make sure we have an economy that's strong, a border that is secure, and preparing for our future. Yeah, um, I'm blown the fuck away. Right now, with our Defense Department and the NDAA, as we walk through to make sure our defense and our our system is actually preparing people, so we don't have to go to war instead of worrying about the wokeism that's tearing down our military today. Well, and up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. That damn wokeism. Always thwarting Kevin McCarthy's plots. <laughs> he would have had a fascist country if it wasn't for that damn wokeism. Oh man. I can't make it bigger. I'm sorry. So, the very first defendant in the January 6th Capitol riot has been found not guilty, acquitted on charges. So far, every single defendant has pleaded guilty or been found guilty. This is the first one to be acquitted on all charges. Just hours ago, a federal judge handed down the first sentence for sedition in almost 20 years. Oh, Stuart Rhodes will serve. That's not the right video. I hate it when they do that. A federal judge acquitted an Oath Keepers member and former Broadway actor on all counts on Wednesday, finding he was not aware of the malicious plans at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. U.S. District Judge Amit P. Meta said prosecutors had presented almost no evidence to support charges of conspiracy and civil disobedience against James Beeks, a 51-year-old Florida re uh, resident who had joined the Oath Keepers just weeks before the Capitol riot. Beeks appeared this week in federal court in D.C. alongside his co-defendant, Donovan Crowell, for a stipulated bench trial on two felony counts. 
Beeks was accused of joining other Oath Keepers in a conspiracy to obstruct the certification of electoral votes on January 6th. Here is what Beeks had to say. We have a major update for you. God damn it. I want to go to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a huge burden to left, um, lifted off my shoulder and... Um, I mean, couldn't be happier right now. He feels bad for this too. He's a Disney adult. Um, you know, when, when you heard your co-defendant sitting up there and the judge was going through the elements and then you realized that he was going to find him guilty, yeah. what were you? What was going through your head at that point? I was sweating bullets and I actually wrote, uh, my, my attorney, I said, uh, I think we're screwed. <laughs> um, but he's like, just just hold on. But when, when he started reading the reading my accounts uh, and my activities, you know, I just felt... Uh, a lot more confident that it was going to go in the way that we wanted to go. One more for you. you. You joined the Oath Keepers only two or three weeks before January 6th. You weren't part of these chats. Yeah. And that was a big part of the reason why Judge Mehta acquitted you. Yeah. Do you feel like the group misrepresented itself? Do you think they took advantage of you? Uh, um, well, I didn't know anything about them. I didn't know what the ulterior motives were. And um, so I, you know, it, I only knew what the public said. How do you join a group you know nothing about? Did they throw keggers or something and it just happened to end up with the Oath Keepers? What? I'm, I'm, I'm stunned here. The statements were. And, and after, the, after the whole event, I just I saw the things that were happening. So I didn't know anything about that. So I think the judge made a really good decision on that because you know I didn't I just didn't know that that proves the intent so uh, at least in my case so um, I'm just I'm just happy the, the way it turned out well I mean he's a Broadway actor so the odds of even if he's not gay it's a Chappelle skit <laughs> even if he's not gay he sucks some dick you know what I mean like I'm not a gay man I've sucked a lot of dick you know, it's, it's, it just happens. You, like, you trip and fall on it. He was trying to pull some ass. He was chasing after one of the Oath Keepers. Might have been a, a closeted gay man with a lot of repression. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, you got Probably right. You're probably right. Speaking of cock, you want to talk about the freedom cock. Chuck interviewed Buck. We're going to NBC News where Chuck interviewed Representative Buck. Welcome back. There is a growing rift brewing between Republicans in the House and Republicans in the Senate over foreign policy and defense spending. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell who is an outspoken backer of increased aid to Ukraine, while Speaker McCarthy is ambivalent to committing to another package. At the same time, the Senate is waiting to advance the yearly defense authorization bill as House Republicans demand dozens and dozens of amendments on some right-wing priorities that have no chance of passing, but they want to be able to use it politically, from abortion to diversity programs at the Pentagon. And speaking of diversity programs, FBI Director Christopher Wray, a Donald Trump appointee, spent the day before the House Judiciary Committee facing a ton of criticism from the right and attacks from Republicans on the committee 
echoing former President Trump's complaints about the FBI, that it's somehow, because it's targeting Donald Trump, that the FBI has been politicized. You preside over the big fan of prosecutors. I'm a big fan of those who wake up every morning and seek justice. And I believe that's exactly what Christopher Ray did. Are there folks we didn't we didn't need to see Matt Gates again who have made mistakes? Absolutely. Is he doing his best to rein them in, um, admitting that there were mistakes made in, in FISA warrant applications and other situations? Yes, he admitted that. Um, I think we have to do everything we can to support law enforcement um, at this very difficult time in American history. Do you think this growing distrust of the FBI is due to FBI actions or the irresponsible rhetoric from some on the right? You know, I, I think that there is irresponsible rhetoric on both sides of having to do with law enforcement and, and in particular the FBI. I think that it is unfortunate that social media um, oftentimes um, uh, magnifies the differences that we fools? have in this country rather than how mm -hmm. we are united. And, and I think that is, uh, there are a number of problems with the FBI, but certainly the rhetoric is, is over the top oftentimes. You know, Director Ray pointed this out. He, he said, he goes, the idea that I'm biased against conservatives seems somewhat insane to me, given my own personal background. Registered Republican. He was Chris Christie's attorney during the whole Bridgegate mess. This is somebody who, when he's not in public service, is clearly right of center. So how does that not... How does that fact, that set of facts, he's uh, of the left, not at least change the tone of some of people like some of these members of Congress? I won't single out names. Matt Gates, well, Jim Jordan. That, that, uh, you know, good facts never get in the way of folks that want to create conspiracy theories and increase their social media presence. And, and that's absolutely what mm -hmm. happened with the, the FBI. I think that when, when you look at Christopher Ray's service um, in America, uh, to his country. Uh, it, it is admirable. It is a, a person who cares deeply about this country. And whether he's a Republican or a Democrat mm -hmm. is, is irrelevant. The fact that he has dedicated his life, when he, and he mentioned this um, in sort of a humorous way during the hearing, he said, you know, we, uh, uh, we, uh, I'm getting some feedback. I'm sorry. We're, we have, uh, uh, my, uh, we audio. other jobs where you could have made much more money. And he says, you know, my, my wife has right. reminded me of that often. Um, so I, I think we have to compliment the man and, and respect what he's done. When you have the chair of the Judiciary Committee pushing for cuts to the FBI, cuts to the Justice Department because they don't like certain investigations, it does feel as if some people think an investigation is political if it's investigating a member of the party they belong to. How do you get past that? Well, that's wrong. If there are cuts because the FBI is inefficient, because the FBI is wasteful, I am absolutely in favor of those cuts. If there's cuts to punish the FBI... Chuck's good at approaching a decent question and asking it in the worst possible way. He is not asking it in a way that kicks authority He's in the He's kicking ball. authority in the balls. FBI or to punish any agency uh, because of a, uh, a prosecution that uh, ultimately will be decided by a jury in a courtroom, um, that's wrong. And, and I, I certainly won't support any cuts uh, to an agency uh, as a result of any kind of partisan politics. Let me ask you this when it comes to, I mean, you're, you're focused more on civil liberty issues when involving the FBI, the FISA courts, things like that. And I think about the judge's ruling that sort of banned any 
government conversations right now with social media companies. What is there a congressional answer here <laughs> to how the government should deal with social media companies when it comes to making sure factual information that the government needs to inform the country of gets out there unfiltered? Yeah, I absolutely think that the that law enforcement agencies and other agencies uh, have the ability and should have the ability to get information out about hurricanes, about uh, other natural disasters, uh, mm -hmm. about threats to this country from within or from without. Uh, there is a legitimate role for uh, government agencies to inform the public uh, about threats. What we have to be very careful of in, in protecting civil liberties is to make sure that the uh, government agencies aren't trying to censor information. And that's so often what we've gotten into trouble with in the last few years, and that is, uh, mm -hmm. is it disinformation? Living room light brightness to 
<laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Everybody come for the news. Pokey, you're you're interrupting things. And he's licking his titty. That's what, like, he licks one spot. Licks his titty. Like his thing he does. Don't ask me. We'll have to, we'll have to work on the lights here in a second. Fuck. Fuck, uh, Ken. That's what I got to say. It is very clear, like, I... I don't know if it's some kind of like a tick he's got or something. Not like a, not like a, the ant, like a, the insect a tick. But, you know, like some sort of neurotic thing. I don't really ever see him clean the rest of his, but, but like he is clean. I don't know. I don't know. He just kind of like he'll lay down and he'll just lick that one spot all the time. It's weird. But he's so cute. <laughs> now, now we're gonna go from Smokey, the epitome of cute, to the thing that is the exact opposite of cute. It is so the opposite of cute that you find people in chat have requested that before I show their face, I have to put up a content warning. Senator Ted Cruz is concerned that your air fryer may be spying on you. Okay. Senator from Texas. Mr. President, many Americans remember waking up on Saturday morning. To is everybody high enough for this? Oh my God. Oh my God. He's got to like, it's, you, you might not be able to see it because of the chat, but there's like, this is the communist. And like, un like under my camera, there's like a 007. This is like some kind of like a spy novel with communists in your air fryer. This is going to be good. To watch their favorite cartoons, including shows like the Jetsons. As I look at the Senate pages that were here, I suspect none of you have any memory of the Jetsons. For those who are under 40 in the chamber or watching at home, the Jetsons was a futuristic cartoon set in the year 2062. And it depicted a family from the future who had fun, imaginative technologies like jetpacks and holograms and video calls and robot vacuums and smart watches and flying cars. While we're yeah. still waiting to see those flying cars in the air, we already have a lot of the Jetsons technology available to us now in many cases even better than what was depicted in cartoon on the show today internet connected smart devices are commonly used in american households light bulbs mirrors air fryers speaking of which trash cans kitchen faucets refrigerators and more are all becoming quote unquote smart and we're able to control them with our phones or yes. voice commands. 
A lot of that oh, is really one. cool. It's expected that in a few years, nearly 70% of American households, more than 80 million households, will own at least one smart home product. And this oh, is mini. a good thing. Smart devices can help us improve our quality of life and complete good evening. tasks more easily. But with any technological advancement, there can be trade-offs. And for smart devices, one of the potential trade-offs is our privacy. In Texas, we've become very aware of that cost. The past few years, smart thermostats have allowed electric companies to control the temperature in your own home from afar in the name of conserving energy. Furthermore, a lot of Americans don't realize or expect that the growing number of smart household devices and appliances have cameras on them and microphones that can surreptitiously record families and transmit data. Oh, I totally know. In other words, I when love you're you Google. a new refrigerator, you don't expect your fridge to record you or listen to you or spy on you without your knowledge. Oh no, t so I'll be like fucking talking about some shit to myself. Responsibly to like fucking Google's here and all this to stupid more clearly shit. clearly label their products and to let consumers know they contain listening devices or cameras, others have not. And so, I've introduced bipartisan legislation, which I authored alongside Senator Cantwell of Washington, a Democrat, the chairman of the Commerce Committee. I'm the ranking member of the Commerce Committee. Our bipartisan legislation. Yeah, what's wrong with this country? That this information is clearly communicated to consumers so that you're informed before you buy a product that's going to photograph you or film you or record you so that doesn't happen against your wishes and without your knowledge. Now, I expect in a minute we're going to hear opposition to my bill. Opposition focused on the proposition that any mandate from the party that brought you the NSA a burden. and it's a the Patriot Act require your refrigerator manufacturer to tell you if your fridge is spying on you. Now, I'm sympathetic to the argument. That I'm pretty sure I got cat hair all in my mouth and my nose. I'm pretty sure everyone's aware they're being spied on. I think that like we're we're knee deep in this shit already. Like we everybody knows. It's it's just not as like you yeah, you buy a product that has a camera on it. What do you expect? I I honestly don't blame people that like I used to put tape over over webcams and shit not leave them hooked up but now like I just have too many things I'm just I've accepted it I don't, I don't know that there are too many mandates from government and that many of the mandates are I think the cats out of the bag you can't really go back and put that genie back in the bottle but requiring a manufacturer to tell you if they're spying on you does not fall into that category and I have to say, in assessing the minimal burden, the disclosure burden 
against the harm, I fall down on the side of individual liberty. I fall down on the side of privacy. I don't think the American people want their air fryer uh. spying on them. And at a minimum, they have a right to know if they're air fryer. It was labeled walrus. One night we had a walrus cam and I wondered if it was just the, just the, like the link to the video and maybe the walrus cam was still going and that would make Ted Cruz more tolerable. Dustin, Dustin, Ted Cruz is telling us your air fryer is spying on you. Is spying on them. Now I would note. Yeah, I just said that. My colleagues on both sides of the aisle agree. Presiding officer today serves on the Commerce Committee. This legislation passed the Commerce Committee by voice vote. With bipartisan support from both sides of the aisle, this should be a simple, easy, pro-privacy step to protect Easy breezy. For that reason, as if in legislative session, I ask unanimous consent that the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation be discharged from further consideration of H.R. 538 and the Senate proceed to its immediate consideration. Further, that the Cruz-Cantwell substitute amendment at the desk be considered and agreed to. The bill as amended, amended be considered read a third time and passed. And the motions to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table. I make a motion to get rid of Ted Cruz. I'd had enough of it. I, I think he was just bloviating there at the end. Oh God, it gets worse. It gets worse before it gets better tonight. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Content warning. Getting ready to see a violent rapist. Human trafficker that the right is embracing and magnifying. Tucker Carlson becomes the latest champion of accused human trafficker Andrew Tate. Here's why some conservatives love him. For Ted Cruz, more like Ted Cringe. Andrew Tate, the kickboxer turned social media celebrity known for his brazenly misogynistic speech and his month-long detention in Romania on human trafficking and organized crime charges, spoke with Tucker Carlson in a lengthy, largely softball interview, making Carlson the latest conservative media personality to promote the, uh, the uh, controversial figure who claims to promote traditional masculinity. Carlson, the former Fox News host, posted a two-and-a-half-hour interview with Tate on Tuesday night on his Tucker on Twitter show, which is weird because like all of his other like Tucker on Twitters have been like, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, haven't they? This was like episode nine and it's two and a half hours. Accused rapist. Carlson had interviewed Tate as recently as August, 2022. Tate defended himself against charges from the Romanian investigation, and Carlson has called Tate really smart, praising his core message, which he considered to be respect yourself, act like you're worth something, and achieve something. Elon Musk described Carlson's interview with him as interesting. 
That's concerning. Tate, meanwhile, offered to train Musk in his potential cage fight against Mark Zuckerberg, whom he considers the enemy clan's leader. Donald Trump Jr. has also supported Tate, calling his lengthy Romanian detention absolute insanity. Popular podcast host Joe Rogan has also praised Tate as a very smart guy, stating he believes that Tate is just playing this role of a boastful misogynist who smokes cigars and drives Lamborghinis in an effort to bring eyeballs and money. And I'd say he's really fucking like that. Let's... His his key claim is that we're living in a matrix. So, what exactly is the matrix, Andrew? Good question. Thank you. I guess some Americans call it the deep state, but I like to look at it in a more global way. When I say the matrix, I think there are certain agendas which are being pushed. I think the media machine and the judicial systems of the world work together hand in hand. I think the goal is to control people's minds to a point where they don't discuss anything that's important. The reason I use The Matrix is because I've watched that movie a few times. Because you're a dumb fuck so and do not know what it's actually about. Have you seen the movie The Matrix? No, I, I don't Tucker. watch any movie. <laughs> Tucker. I don't want to talk about it on camera. No, I'm... Tucker Carlson doesn't watch any movies? That's wild. Who doesn't at least watch like a movie now and again? What? What? Well, have you seen the movie? No. You've never seen the movie The Matrix? No, I, I don't Tucker. watch any movies. <laughs> Tucker. I don't want to talk about it on camera. He's sociopath. No, I'm very um, dyslexic and it's hard for me to watch video. Got honestly. it. Honestly. Understood. But there's so many similarities and the basic premise huh. is that humans' minds are controlled and put inside of a false reality so that their body heat can be manifested for the machines. And I don't think it's much different to reality. Our minds are controlled. We're put in a false version of reality. We're told things aren't true. We're arguing over things that don't matter. We're observing a false version of events. And the goal of it is just to distract us long enough for our bodies to be used for the machines, the soulless. And I think it's pretty similar. Pretty similar, striking similarities. Oh, and even then, there's a bunch of other similarities which are difficult for me to explain. You haven't watched a movie, but there are agents inside of the Matrix and the idea of the Agent, the purpose of the agent is to make sure that nobody understands how the matrix really works and to wake anybody's mind up. They want to keep you asleep. And any person can become an agent at any time. If they're not unplugged, if their mind is not free, they can become an agent and their job is to keep you asleep. And you see agents all the time. COVID awoken me to agents. When I would sit and talk to somebody and they seemed awoken rational him. and normal until I mentioned COVID and then they'd fully change. No, it's dangerous. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? Are you crazy? My grandma got sick and they, and they became an agent instantly and started repeating the news to me. And I was like, your grandma got sick. Or maybe their grandma got fucking sick, dude. And you're being an insensitive prick. Did you ever think about that? Jesus. How old is she? 97? Interesting. Oh, I better lock myself in my house then. Dumbass. So, um... <laughs> Agents exist and the matrix exists. And I think most people's, most people's version of the world is a false one. The idea and the world that most people have in their mind and how society functions and how all these things function, I genuinely believe is completely false. I think they've all been lied to it. I can agree with you on that, but that's capitalism. That's capitalism, sir. And that's where the financial incentive is. So here we go. Another clip from his interview with Tucker Carlson. Yeah. 
I, up until I don't blame you. I never really commented too heavily on polit politics. Yes. But I understand very well, I like to believe what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. And what I will say to the people who are watching this at home is that if you are naive enough to believe that there are good guys and bad guys in wars, and it's as simple as good and bad, and that the bad guys are crazy, and the good guys want freedom, then you need to do a little bit more investigation into what's really happening. And when you look at... He was again, Colonel of Truth. ...of any country or any person... Can I, can I just ask you to pause and just comment? That's the truest thing, what you just said. That is... God the, damn! He doesn't understand that. I just fucking agree with Andrew Tate and goddamn Tucker Carlson. I feel embarrassment. Is that is that broken clock or do I need to reevaluate who I am as a person? I feel I gotta have to take a shower after this stream. Should shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I mean it. Having seen war, anyone who's telling you that it's Churchill versus Hitler yep. is an idiot. Complete. Well, I'll, I'll give an example. When my father was still alive, oh. we my. Ooh, you know, I'm glad he brought up his father. Our next uh, clip into the mad world of Andrew Tate is Tucker asking about his dad. I got daddy issues too, Andrew. Taliban even fight and resist the American war machine. They don't stand a chance. Like, why are these terrorists even fighting against the American war machine? And my dad said, they're fighting for their way of life. They want their wife and they want their children and they want their society and their language and they don't want pride flags and they don't want American bullshit and they don't want to be told what to do. And they're fighting to be a culture and be a people which is independent pride of flags. itself. Like they're not the bad guys you think they are. They're people who are like, why are you here? What do you want? We don't agree with that. That's against our holy book. Fuck off, right? So even, <laughs> there's no such thing as good and bad in any war. And, and, and yeah, people- Who is your father? My father was a, a chess master. Uh, wait, 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 hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so Tucker Carlson's. I don't know who this is. I don't know. I don't know who we're watching. Dad is CIA. And Andrew Tate's dad is also CIA. And, and look, is that true? Look, look, just look at how, how confused. Like, look at that, that Tucker look like, who's your dad? I, I have no idea who your dad is. Look at look at this face. Who is your father? I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> I can't believe that that we have so much in common. That you know, who is I, your dad? He was a linguist for the CIA. Yeah, he worked for the CIA. Wow, that's crazy. My dad too. Who would have thought? Look, I, look, whatever, right? I'm just saying, that's bullshit. The idea that like Tucker doesn't know that <laughs> Andrew Tate's dad is also CIA. Give me a fucking break. That explains a fucking lot, to be honest with you. True. Dick Richard Warner Carlson or Dick Carlson. Is a journalist.
Luke to be a pretty big scumbag. I'm I'm not seeing anything about him being CIA. That's Tucker's dad. He worked around government because he was a journalist that covered Apparently ran for mayor. He was the uh, he was the ambassador to the Seychelles. I see nothing about him being CIA. So I'm I once again like I have no clue who that was at the end of the clip. Tate was a chess master. Won the United States Armed Forces Chess Championship five times. I do not see anything about him being CIA. I don't know where this, I don't know where this claim. Oh, uh, apparently it comes from TikTok or some shit. So I write that claim unverified. Still, it's still funny that Tucker would have that look on his face when asked, or, when, oh, who's your dad? Because wouldn't you as a journalist have done your research before you had him on. All right, Libertad, if you uh, you were bored with that, I promise you, you will not be bored with the next story. Fabian! Fabian, good evening. We have a sex scandal at the BBC. So the crisis began last Friday after the Sun newspaper accused an anonymous male presenter of paying a young person more than 35,000 pounds in return for sordid images. Tuesday night, the Sun published claims from a separate young person that the presenter visited uh, visited them during lockdown February of 2021 and in another front page story on Wednesday it alleges the presenter met the young person on a dating app and traveled across London to another country to meet them at their flat during a tier 3 lockdown. It also claims that the male presenter sent cash and asked for a picture. BBC News published separate allegations earlier on Tuesday that a person in their early 20s had felt threatened by the same prominent presenter after they connected via an online uh, dating app. They reported that the household name sent expletive-filled messages after the young person alluded to considering naming him online. Speaking on his Channel 5 show on Wednesday morning, uh, this is Jeremy Vine, and I actually have that clip. He is a separate... He is a presenter on BBC. 
I don't know if he is under suspicion of being the so-called presenter that was preying on a young child. I uh, may have to switch browsers. Is everyone a suspect at the BBC? Who was diddling kids? I will tell you what not to do if, uh, if you were diddling kids. Do not write a song about how you don't diddle kids. It is not a good idea and it will not work for you. It's his decision, but he needs to come forward now, I think. I know his survival instinct has kicked in and I know he saw what happened. How does the BBC not already know who the person in question is if there are accusers? to Philip Schofield, but my God, look at the damage to the BBC. Look at the damage to his friends, yeah. to those falsely accused. And the longer he leaves it, the worse it will be for him. Do you feel, I mean, you know, you talk to the staff at the BBC, do they feel let down by the fact he hasn't stepped forward? I think, yeah, I got a lot of people supporting, I, I tweeted that basically last night about, about him that I, th I do think, this is my tweet, I, I thought about this very carefully before I sent it. I know the individual concerned. I am... I like that uh, these new allegations will result in yet more vitriol being thrown at perfectly innocent colleagues of his. Oh, apparently, apparently he knows the individual. Why, why hasn't the BBC said something? I don't understand what's going on here. I know the individual concerned. I am very worried about his state of mind and what this is doing to him. I haven't spoken to him, but I gather from somebody who has that he is described as angry mm -hmm. and keen to play it long. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that means that he wants to be anonymous. I... How do you keep that under wraps? None of this, this doesn't make sense to me. So when he posted on Twitter on Tuesday evening, Vine urged the presenter to come forward. Vine is one of several leading names at the broadcaster, including Gary Lineker, Nikki Campbell, and Ryan Clark, who have publicly stated they are not the presenter in question. Richard Bacon, who was sacked by the BBC in 1998 for his job presenting Blue Peter after a tabloid sting over cocaine use, was more emphatic, was more emphatic towards the presenter. He wrote on Vine, Stop it, you're more emotionally intelligent than this. We don't know the complexities of what his family are going through or what dark thoughts are running through his head. Irrespective of what he's done wrong, you can walk off people wrongly guessing it's you for five minutes. How... So all these people know who it is. How is no one? They're all fucking reporters. How is this story done? He's going to play the long game? How have a bunch of reporters not reported on who this guy is? Ex what the fuck is going on? Woman of Flame, good evening. I, this doesn't make any sense to me.
British people. Get your act together. A plastic surgeon. God damn it, it's another one I can't make big. What the, these local news stations. Why they do this to me? A plastic surgeon who live streamed procedures on TikTok has now had his license revoked. The Ohio Medical Board has permanently revoked the medical license of Dr. Katherine Grawe. The plastic surgeon was better known as Dr. Roxy by her patients. She would post behind the scenes videos and live streams of her surgeries on social media sites like TikTok and Snapchat and said they deserved they served educational purposes. But the state accused her of substandard care. The case was based around three patients, all of whom said the state said dealt with post-surgery injuries. Now, during today's medical board hearing, board member said Grawe was reckless and that she paid more attention to her social media sites than her patients. Kate Seifert has been following the story since November. The Ohio. Oh, we don't have the other part of the story. Well, damn. Go into great detail. If you would like to read about the surgeon <laughs> that was posting their, uh, their operations on TikTok, I threw that in the chat. Who watched Full House when they were growing up? I, I always had the biggest crush on DJ. Now it very much seems like Jody Sweden is far more uh, my type. She seems way cooler. Ah, uh, DJ. But yeah, I apparently she's always been uh, a Christian nutter. Candace Cameron Bird denies that she tried to have an openly gay Fuller House character removed from the Netflix show as claimed by former co-star. So a conservative actress, uh, conservative actress, Can Cameron, Candace, <laughs> that's a mouthful. That's a lot of C's. Conservative actress, Candace Cameron Burr has shut down claims that she tried to have Fuller House's first openly gay character, Casey, removed from the Netflix sitcom. Her former co-star, Miss Benny, a transgender actress who played the role in question, claimed in a new TikTok that writers and producers told her Burr, 47, was very publicly anti-LGBTQ and hell-bent on having the character removed. She also alleges that Burr never spoke to her on set, uh, and that she was warned that she could be targeted by the star's right-wing fans. So yes, I was on Fuller House. I played Casey, the first gay character in the Full House franchise. One of the Tanner sisters is like very publicly... Uh, She's not as crazy as her brother. If that makes sense. I remember I got sat down by the writers and the studio to basically warn me how this person allegedly was trying to get the character removed and not have a queer character on the show. I was also sort of 
warned and prepared that this person's fan base might be encouraged to target me specifically. The fact that this teenage actor who's coming in to make jokes about wearing like a scarf is suddenly like a target from an adult is like crazy to me. So to this day- Insane! So every day for two weeks straight, I have only had a conversation with one of the Tanner sisters. The positive is that I had a really fun time actually shooting the show with all the other actors who were willing to talk to me. And the show ultimately led to me being on Glamorous on Netflix. So everything happens for a reason. Continuously blows my mind how queer people, specifically queer young adults and queer children, are being targeted and having to advocate for themselves against adults. It's insane! And supposed Christians who are told to love everyone, commanded, commanded uh, by their Bible to love everyone, Not to judge and to turn the other cheek or, or like the most judgmental of all. Fucking kills me, hypocrites. And they look lovely. I don't know what their pronouns are. They, they seem like a lovely individual. Some people deserve to be judged though. And this is a live wedding painter artist apparently defending their partially abstract artwork after viral criticism on TikTok. I don't promise anything other than what I advertise, the artist says. Artist has defended herself from critics after a video of her live wedding painting at a couple's nuptials went viral on TikTok. Rebecca Russell, who owns Rebecca Russell Art Studios in Virginia, offers live wedding paintings to newlyweds on their wedding day. The artistic process sees Russell set up a small easel at the ceremony or reception where she then paints the bride and groom as they celebrate with loved ones. In a video shared on TikTok recently, Russell, uh, Russell captured a bride's reaction to seeing the live wedding painting the artist had created at her wedding. <laughs> I, let me go change and I'll bring my groom back. Okay. I'll be right back. Thank you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, God damn it. Fucking TikTok. God damn it. That's not even the video. So. I, let me go change and I'll bring my groom back. Okay. Thank you. Paid twelve hundred dollars. In the video, the TikToker also shared screenshots taken from Russell's website about her fees and the painting service, as well as since deleted section of the website where it outlined her travel fees. According to the screenshot, Russell charged couples an additional one thousand dollars for weddings in Miami, while weddings in the U.S. Virgin Islands were an additional two thousand dollars. For weddings, like... 
It looked like uh it looked like a like a bad cartoon. If I paid over a thousand dollars, I would cry. Others defended Russell on the basis the bride would have known what to expect from the painting when she hired the artist to paint at her wedding. The thing is the painter has pictures posted of her drawings and style, so she had to know what it would look like, one person commented. Well, someone else said, I mean, if the bride saw her work she had done previously and still hired her, she either likes it or it's her own fault. Speaking to the independent, Russell defended her artwork with the artist admitting she was surprised by the comments and she's never had anything but thrilled clients. She seems like a lovely person. She's bougie, apparently. Charging thousands of dollars. What do you guys think? I mean, that's not bad. And to be fair, like she's doing it in a matter of what? 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour at a wedding reception. That's fucking good work for that. I wouldn't either, uh, but I'm not a I'm not a bougie asshole that would have a wedding at a at a place with those kind of chandeliers like we just saw. But I mean, you got to put things in perspective. She's doing it in a short period of time. You know, this is like uh, this is like those dudes that draw you. It doesn't have to be a dude, right? Is like the people that draw you in a in a like a car with the big head or something at the fair. You know, it's gonna take a little time. You got to know what to expect, but like that's pretty good detail for probably you know around an hour or so of work. I don't know. I don't know. Probably didn't deserve the TikTok hate. The, the owner or the, the bride didn't look exactly thrilled though. Probably didn't deserve the TikTok. This bird got the cops called on it. Who's turning up in my house? And um, I might be in a bit of trouble because uh, a concerned neighbor has been passing by telling me that there's screaming coming from my house. A woman screaming for help. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate, this is brilliant. Oh, this is mate, this has made my year. Thank you very much, chaps. What we here? Amazing animals. That's like an otter or something. Take it over a surfboard.
cute animal videos. Go ahead, light one up. Dip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. <laughs> That's a good point, Porg. What What if he did have a woman held captive and also had a bird? That would be good cover. Damn, that's a good plot of a movie, Porg. Porg just gave me, like, fucking, Porg gave me an idea for a movie. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night, fuckers.